1: It is 941. Tom Ackerman joins us in about 10 minutes from Jupiter, Florida. He'll talk to Seamwell's head basketball coach. A social media influencer arrested in her luxury apartment in Miami in May of 2021 for using stolen identities to fraudulently obtain more than a million dollars in small business loans. Danielle Miller pleaded guilty. And a St. Louis County man sentenced just last week to five years in prison for submitting nearly a million dollars in fraudulent applications for a pandemic relief loan program. Some of that money has been recovered. Joining us now, U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Missouri, Sailor Fleming. Welcome back to KMOX. Thank you so much for your time. We know you're busy. Oh, thanks, Carol, for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. We know the U.S. Government Accountability Office said last month that more than 1,000 people have been convicted of fraud related to federal COVID relief. How challenging has it been to prosecute these cases, to find these people?
0: Well, as you can imagine, this is a very pervasive problem, not only across the country, but here in the Eastern District of Missouri. To put it in perspective, the CARES Act put out $2 trillion throughout the country. Um, You know, that was the single largest federal recovery act in history. And kind of to drill down here in the Eastern District of Missouri, St. Louis County, which is, you know, one of only 49 counties here in this district, received over 41,000 PPP loans, and that, you know, for a total of, I believe it's just over $3.5 billion. Um, you know, you have a situation where the federal government, understandably, was trying to get the money out to the people who, who needed it as quickly as, as possible. You know, of course, what happened, though, as a result of that is, yeah, you have the controls, the, the checks and balances and the oversight that were, were sacrificed as a product of that, and it created the perfect storm, and that's what we're dealing with right now.
1: Talk about trying to recover some of the money, that case I just mentioned that your office announced a a sentence in. I I wanna say 200,000 has been recovered. Uh, Talk about the difficulty of recovering the money.
0: Well, as you might imagine, so many of these individuals who are committing this type of fraud are doing it, obviously, for personal gain. And so they are spending it on luxury vehicles or vacation homes or spending 3s We've seen we've seen instances where this money has been spent at at, um, you know, luxury hotels in the area. And so it's, it's very hard to recoup that money. But that's one of our primary goals in this. In that particular case, I think we recovered about $250,000 and Mr. Alexander was ordered uh, to repay the ma- remainder of it.
1: And have you had to hire additional staff? I know that has happened um, at the federal level in Washington, D.C., hiring additional staff to go after those behind the fraud.
0: Well, that's a great question. Um, Currently, uh, we have, thankfully, a very talented, very experienced white-collar unit, and we have, I would say, almost every prosecutor uh, in that unit is carrying a pretty significant uh, COVID-19 fraud caseload. We also have uh, AUSAs throughout the office, and and actually every single unit in the office carrying a caseload, but just... (laughs) Ironic question in that I just applied for a new AUSA position yesterday, or at least requested one from the Department of Justice, as well as a white collar investigative specialist. Uh, So fingers crossed that we receive those positions.
1: I have a niece who is a who is a CPA and would go in and uh, and 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 look over companies books. Uh, you are. Uh, is this a line by line thing? How are you prosecuting these people and not to give us if you, if you can give us a behind the scenes look, if you will?
0: Well, here's what I can tell you is we are trying to be very proactive In finding this fraud, we have, uh, we are currently leading two SAR review teams. So we are ourselves, along with our federal partners, um, looking through financial uh, reports that the financial institutions are submitting. Uh, We're also performing quite a bit of outreach uh, throughout the district, meeting with financial institutions, uh, business associations both large and small companies uh, in the region in hopes that uh, they are able to identify this type of fraud and they are willing to uh, report it to us.
1: And my colleagues in the newsroom are saying that they uh, saw a report just this morning. It was on Fox News. I'm throwing you a curveball. And if you can't answer, I totally understand that. (laughs) Um, A a map from the DEA and the Mexican cartel um, in the U.S. And in that story, the DEA mentioned the St. Louis region um, that, that the Mexican cartel was targeting the Midwest Uh, Is your office, I'm sure your office is aware. Can you tell us anything about what's going on in that regard in those cases?
0: Um, Well, unfortunately, per department policy, I cannot talk about um, pending investigations.
1: But can you say that you are working on drug cases related to the Mexican drug cartels in this area?
0: Again, I, I cannot comment on that.
1: I think every reporter wants to hear from the U.S. attorney, I cannot comment on that. So I've achieved something here today. (laughs) Unfortunately, I think
0: they hear it quite frequently.
1: Uh, No doubt. We do. We do. We do. I have to ask it and you have to answer in that way. Completely understand. Totally appreciate your time. That is St. Louis U.S. Attorney Sailor Fleming with us on KMOX. Thank you for your work. Uh, Thank you so much.